0: what is up fellas welcome back to commas over cold brew with me your host emma Abrahamson. today we have a little bit different kind of style of interview so this past week i went to nike cross nationals in portland oregon it's a high school cross country nationals meet If you've listened to all my podcast episodes you probably already know that i ran there when i was in high school it's called nxn i ran there in 2010 and 2011 so a long time ago but this past weekend neki flew me out to portland to go cover the meat basically and it was like a media trip And one of the awesome things I got to do was talk to Coach Bennett, who's actually been on this podcast before, probably over six months ago. I think it was at the beginning of this year. That was an awesome episode. But he's literally one of my favorite people to talk to ever because he's so enthusiastic about the sport of running and we just have so much in common and so much that we can talk about. Like this podcast that you're about to listen to, it was supposed to be only for my YouTube channel, but it ended up being like a 20-minute conversation and we could have just gone on for way longer. But I ended up cutting it off because I was like, okay, I can't I can't include a 40-minute clip in my video. But now I kind of wish I did because I turned it all into a podcast because the conversation was so great. So if you're not familiar, Coach Bennett is the global head coach of Nike running. I'm sure you've heard his voice already if you use the Nike Run Club app. He leads a ton of guided runs. And the Nike Run Club app is like... The perfect tool if you're just getting into running and you want to just learn how to run better, more efficiently, and you want someone guiding you through the process, the Nike Run Club app, I like 10 out of 10 recommend. It's a super helpful tool if you're looking to just become a better runner. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. And Also, if you want to watch the full NXN vlog from the weekend, I just posted on my YouTube channel. So go check that out. I'll link it in the description. Anyways, let's get into today's episode with Coach Bennett. huge. You guys? As you can see, we're really getting like behind the scenes set up of this. This is a really uh, crazy interview, as you guys know. I only interview the best, and we got the best right here, and he's setting it up for us. He's so. even setting <laughs> it up. All right. Should we start? Why not? Wow, All right. I'm here with Coach Bennett. He's a legend. Um, most of you guys probably already know him, but I'm going to have him introduce himself just to the squad.
1: Uh, I'm Coach Bennett. This is the first I've heard I'm a legend. This is awesome.
0: You are? Yeah, exactly. That's a lie? That's not. Okay, what do you do for Nike? Uh,
1: The title is uh, Nike Running Global Head Coach, which is an inflated, ridiculous (laughs) title, but that's the title.
0: I don't really think it is. I feel like it's it's very fitting for what you do. Coach
1: Um, is, is probably just best. I'm a coach.
0: Okay. What are you doing this weekend at NXN?
1: Um, I'm going to be wearing a couple of hats. I mean, first, um, right I, now, I'm wearing this one. First, uh, I'm a dad. So I have two daughters racing this weekend.
0: Okay. Um, Maggie what, and cool. Emma.
1: Uh, Portland. So that'll be Jesuit High School being okay. represented as Portland. Maggie's a senior. Uh, and Emma is a sophomore. So that, that's, that's the first one. And then, um, super fan. Uh, MXN's my favorite event on the, on the calendar by far. Um, and then the school that I, I went to for high school and then taught and coached at is also racing, uh, which will be Brothers Track Club or Linkcroft which is Christian Brothers Academy.
0: Oh my gosh, they went when I was yes, in high school as well. Yes, there you go. Yeah. That's
1: right. And then the boys team from Jesuit is going, and my son back in 2019 got to run for Jesuit there too. So th- it'll be a lot of cheering. And then you know how the community is very tight. There's just a lot of teams and coaches and, and kids that uh, I know that I'll be cheering for. So I'm going to lose my voice early is yeah. basically what's going to happen.
0: Do you have to like present awards too? I feel like you're the
1: person that's handing off the no, big I, eagle trophy. No, I think they know better because mm-hmm. it'll. I'll I'll start like rambling or breaking down, crying or, you know, talking about how excellent everyone is. And they're just going to be like, we just got to do the awards, <laughs> yeah. man. You know, just yeah, it'll be
0: freezing and they'll be yeah, like, all right, yeah, get them off get the stage. Of yeah. yeah. Um, well, okay, I want to talk a little bit about Nike and how they're encouraging the next generation because, I mean, when I was in high school, NXN was one of my favorite memories and like it still is out of my entire running career. NXN, completely a highlight both years I went, 2011 and 2010, that was so long ago now, but how do you think that Nike, I guess, is encouraging the next generation outside, I guess, of NXN as well?
1: Well, I think, you know, NXN is, uh, is, is one of the mountaintops, um, but I think what NXN represents is, is way beyond the actual race on Saturday. It's everything that's kind of around it. Cause I, I think what NXN really becomes is kind of a celebration for the sport as a whole. And it's another thing for kids everywhere to look at because you got to get through Nike cross regionals to get there and Nike cross regionals are massive. It's not just a championship race at regionals. There's a ton of races there. There's middle school races there. And I think what it does is also, it, it's a, to me, and I'm biased, but that doesn't mean I'm wrong, um, I, I think cross country's the best sport because I, I know what these kids put into it. So it's a fitting celebration for them. And I think what happens is is it then legitimizes for a lot of athletes that maybe don't ever run at NXN, but they run cross country. So they know what the kids at NXN are going through, because they go through the exact same thing. And I think what it does is it legitimizes their sport, you know, and it becomes meaningful. And they realize they're a part of something that's really extraordinary. So that's one aspect. And then the other thing is just, I think, what happens is, is more starting lines kind of pop up. Because really, what the, the whole purpose is opportunities for people to experience cross. So if you're looking at it from, like, either a race director's point of view, or a fan's point of view, or a coach's point of view, you just want as many opportunities to invite somebody to a starting line because you know that if you can get them to cross it, there's a really good chance they're going to get to the finish line and say, that was awesome.
0: I want to do that again. I want to do it again. Yeah.
1: And then the, the, the ripple effect from that is it's like, and we, I'm not going to turn this into like a two hour speech, even though I feel like <laughs> I'm already doing that. But the, the ripple effect of what happens when someone says, I want to do that again, bleeds into the rest of their day. That's what's so crazy powerful, is that I think if you can have tons of starting lines, more starting lines all over the place, more opportunities for kids to go for a run and feel successful, that bleeds into school, it bleeds into home, it bleeds into all these cool places where they suddenly realize, like, I can start something, I can finish something, I can accomplish something, I can get through stuff, I can overcome things, that's massive. And that doesn't have to mean that that leads to better and better cross country running. That's not really the point, Mm -hmm. you know? The cross country race is, Five K long, you know. The, the most of your day is where you want all the benefits to really kind of take place. So, to me, that's that's the key: is more opportunities, more excuses to go for a run, just lead to hopefully a kid who is more confident, uh, can realizes that they can take on and accomplish hard things, and, and just have the tools to just have a better life. And I know that seems like wow, that's a big ass goal. Yeah, good. That's what athletes take on big-ass goals all the time. I think the goal of the sport should be that the participants have better lives.
0: Yeah, I mean, very true. I feel like, you know, only so many people can be the best. But even just chasing your best, I feel like, is just so important for everyone in their individual life. Like you said, it bleeds into every aspect of your life. It doesn't matter if you're out there, you know, someone's running 13-whatever in the 5K. Mm -hmm. If you're running 18 minutes and you better your time by two minutes, like, that's incredible. Yes,
1: which is why I think it's really cool, if you've never been to a cross-country race, or if you've been to a prosperous country race and you've never done this because you kind of have a limited point of view of what this is about hang out at the finish line and the good coaches and the best teammates you will see celebrations happening 30 seconds one minute two minutes five minutes seven minutes after the first person crosses the line because all sorts of awesome things are happening like you said that first time you broke 18 minutes the first the time you set a better time on this individual course the first time Uh, You know, you finished a race without stopping. Like, all of these hugs that are happening are not, oh, they all won the race. No, one person won the race, but a whole bunch of people won their own race for a whole bunch of different reasons. That's why so many people who watch walk out and they're like, hell yeah, that was awesome. I'm fired up. I'm inspired. And it's not just because of that one race. There are hundreds of races that are occurring that are totally badass. So stick around the finish line for longer than just the first couple people.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see that tomorrow, yeah. both the men's and the women's. Yeah. What's uh, your favorite, I guess, NXN race that you've ever seen? Because You've been to all of them, I'm assuming?
1: Yeah, well, I, I've been to a lot of them. Yeah. I've been to a lot of them. I mean, it, uh, when I was uh, coaching at CBA, they won in 2011. Um, that, was, that was pretty special, um, just to see the reaction of the kids. But there's, it's interesting because it, it's hard to say that's like my favorite one when I was coaching because there was one year where we were heavy favorites and we didn't win. And that was very special because those kids were really hurting afterwards and they, they got closer as a team as a result. And it was, it was just kind of beautiful to see like how much it mattered to them, um, which is really special because it should matter to them. And they realized that, yeah, this was their a mountaintop that they had uh, gotten to the top of. And there were going to be other mountaintops later on in life. But for right now, at this moment, this was the highest one they had been to. So that was very special. I would say, though, that of all of it, um, in 2019, when my son and my daughter ran, Jack and Maggie, nothing is compared to that. And I would say that the only thing that's going to compare it to it will be tomorrow when, when my daughter's run. It's different as a parent. Um... But it's also different as a parent who's been a coach and has been to these that know just how special it is for the kids. So to me, it's more not so much the, the how they finish in the race. It's to your point of when you were saying how you remember every moment of it. Yeah. I know this is special. Yeah. You know, and I kind of try to beat into their heads, like, don't wait to realize how special this yeah. is. Like, enjoy the whole weekend. The race is a celebration. It's a party, you know. But all of it leading up to it and the the day afterwards where everyone's just kind of celebrating like that that's the that's the best part
0: brief little intermission right here to talk about one of my favorite sponsors ever of this podcast koros you guys know i rock with my koros pace 2 gps watch i absolutely love this thing i wear it every day i've been starting to wear it all day every day too because i'm starting to track my sleep on the watch, which is really beneficial. So I can see how much deep sleep, light sleep, REM sleep I'm getting to see how well, you know, I'm recovering from my runs or my workouts. The Coros Pace 2, I swear, is the best GPS watch I've ever worn. It has so many different settings, like running, biking, track run, swimming and this weekend when i was at nxn for all this we did a hit workout and there's like a gym cardio setting that was perfect for it it also has a built-in heart rate monitor it tracks your power when you're running too which is really cool and it's just super easy to use it's very beginner friendly so if you're looking to get into gps watches you've never worn one before the pace 2 is the perfect way to get into GPS watches. All you have to do is press two buttons and then you're off and running and the watch and the app are both super easy to use and just understand. You can also sync from the watch to the app and Strava. It's automatic and instant and I know a lot of you guys have heard me talk about the battery life because it's probably my favorite thing about this watch. The fact that I hardly ever have to charge it. I don't know how it holds battery so well but it's by far the best battery life I've ever seen on a watch ever. I only have to charge it like every couple of days. Like I could go on full travel trips and not even have to bring a charger. It's also cute, super lightweight. You never feel it on your wrist. Even when I'm sleeping, I don't feel it. So 10 out of 10 recommend. And right now you can go to koros.com and use code COLDBREW for a free accessory with a watch purchase. All you have to do is just add the accessory, like a band, a charger, or a piece of apparel to the cart before you check out, and then you apply the code COLDBREW to get that accessory for free. Everything is linked in the description as per usual, but Coros.com and use code COLDBREW for that free accessory. Now let's get back into today's episode with Coach Bennett. Yeah. What are your thoughts of, because uh, the race course has changed yes. since you were coaching. Yeah. Uh, do you miss Portland Meadows and the giant mud pit?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I... I um... I'm not going to say I miss it. I'm not going to say I miss it. It was uh is a tough course too though. You know, you from from the outside it looks like or that's a more legitimate cross country course, but it's tough and it gets sloppy and it gets messy. Yeah.
0: Especially if it's raining. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And so but at the you know, to me I'm I'm kind of a purist when it comes to cross country. Like the the clock is utterly meaningless. It just doesn't matter and that's what's so beautiful about cross is it's not going to get canceled you don't know what's going to happen yeah it may be messy and now suddenly it's an endurance test like mentally and physically the the, the ground one time at Portland Meadows was like rock hard so it was fast, fast. Yeah. and and then following year it was a swamp and the winning time was like 90 seconds slower than the team average time the I ran
0: before. 21 minutes my yeah. freshman year and, ran and I great, got 50, probably yeah it was like 14 13 and I got 50 seconds. Yes. And I was and I ran 21 minutes and I crossed the line and I was like that was the slowest 5K I've like yes. ever run ever and I was kind of mortified but it's just like
1: you don't know what to expect on the race day. But that's why I love cross country because there's a lesson there too that I ran 21 minutes and that was the best race I ever had. Yeah. And I think when you get to these big races too, you probably had never been 50th in your life. Yeah, exactly. But, that was also mortifying but 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 teaching these kids, which is one of the 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 I mean like we're going to get into a little coaching clinic here but one of the most important things a coach can tell the athlete the night before an XN is about where they should be because you have kids here who have never been outside of the top 20 and now you're suddenly saying to them if you finish 100th we can win nationals and they're saying 100th isn't that the worst race of my life they're like no 100th here is the best race of your life but you got to let them know because there's the opportunity to get overwhelmed by yeah. that but that's a great lesson because there's, there's just a level of reality, but also there's a level of humility. And there's also a level of you made it to the starting line with the best of the best, like, and this is how it works. The better you get, the less likely you're going to win, which is a weird thing. Like if you improve in this sport, you're going to win less, (laughs) but what a great lesson that if I want to get better, I have to find better competition and that may mean that I win less, but I improve. Yeah, And that's an awesome lesson to take when you stop competing all the time. So there's just a lot of cool stuff, but do I miss Portland Meadows? I, 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 miss, I miss it only because I have the memories of, yeah. of some really cool experiences there.
0: I like how you say, you know, it's a good lesson to learn that like a hundredth place at a race like this can be your best race ever because people usually learn that in college if they don't go to yes. meets like this. And then yes. a lot of people are like, i don't know you feel the wrath of it in college there's more pressure on you i guess but my coach in college before we won um 2016 nationals she's like there's no there's no glamour in finishing like 65th place or whatever but that was what caused us to win the next day our four or five runners going like 64th and 67th like that's not a glamorous place to finish but it was what won us the title so it's just like a very good lesson to know that you know, that could be the best race of your life. And it matters.
1: Of, and that's the beauty of team cross yeah. country is the it's it takes five to, to complete the score and six and seven can display. So if you're looking for where the national championship is won, it's 70, 80, 90 places mm-hmm. after the first person crosses. So it's it's the same concept of like a basketball game isn't won by who scores first. It's who scores the most. And in cross country, that's that's what's really cool. And that, that aspect of it, like everyone matters which means the entire field matters which means you don't stop watching after the first person crosses the line and you can see it the the panic and the excitement of the coaches only amplifies after (laughs) After 40 people have gone by then it's then it's intense there's the real screaming as you're going it's going to take five and there's about two kids who cross the line every second so I mean if you think about it like that's how intense it is like three, four kids just passed the line. It's just nonstop, and it's exciting. It's it's a really, it's a beautiful, uh, about minute and a half of the sport. It's that first person crossing the line, the carnage that happens once they cross the line. Everyone's sprawled out. That's where you just sit back and you're like, these, these kids are, these kids are badasses.
0: Yeah. What are you most excited to watch tomorrow? Other than your kids, I
1: guess. What do you, what do you want to see? Um, I, I, it's the little things behind the scenes that I think I, I, Probably love the most. Like I love those last conversations the coaches have. I love seeing the huddles because I know just how powerful and emotional those moments are. And like I'm not gonna cry on video because I'm gonna hold it in. <laughs> no, I can like
0: I've been getting nervous yeah, but, thinking about like the pre-race But having
1: now. having been in those huddles as an athlete and as a coach. You know, there's a lot that's wrong with this world, but for about five minutes before the the, the race starts, you have these groups of kids getting together, okay? And pretty much all of them, the last thing they say to each other is that they love each other. And then they go to the starting line. And if you're not a little bit more optimistic about the world after seeing that, then something's wrong with you. So again, just like you wanna stick around and, and watch more than just the top finisher finish, get there before the start of the race and watch these boys and girls come together and just say like, I'm doing this for you. Cause I love you. And then they split up and I am getting a little choked up. So I'm going to stop. But anyway, <laughs> that is, that is one of the things that I look at because I, I know the, what's happening in those huddles and it is really powerful. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I think that was,
0: I think that's good. I feel like that really encap- encapsulates the weekend. Um, so thank you for sitting down and I'm excited to,
1: Watch you tear up tomorrow <laughs> looking at the. Uh, well, I'm excited to be running back and forth like an insane person with you because that's the other thing that is fun about a cross country race. If you've never been there, the drone shots capture it. There is a race with bibs, and then there's another race, and those are the fans. And it is funny because everyone has their own idea of the best places to get to, and they just go bananas. They the, just, the, the, there's a scatter where are you (laughs) going i'm going over here and and everyone either is fit enough to accomplish what they want (laughs) or they've just kind of not anticipated just how little fitness they've got which i'm a little worried about yeah i gotta be a little conservative luckily the girls go first tomorrow so i can really throw down during the girls race the guys i'm probably not going to get to everywhere i want (laughs) to be because i'm going to be rolling around so don't just celebrate the actual race there is another just as yeah, watch the race spectators. Event. Watch us yeah. run around. And there's a lot more people wiping out in the spectator running than there is in the race. So a little bit less grace, but a, a, just as much effort in the spectators. Perfect. Okay, I think we're good. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to this a little quirky episode of Conversations Over Cold Brew. I know that it was a little bit different, but I hope you guys enjoyed just getting to be a little bit of a fly on the wall for our conversation. Like. There's nothing I love more than talking to someone about what they're passionate about, especially if I'm passionate about it as well, which is why I love the podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with Coach Bennett. Again, I posted the full vlog on my YouTube channel if you want to go check that out. Follow us on Instagram at Pod for the latest updates on episodes. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you love the podcast. It means the world. And I will catch you all next week. Peace out, fellas.